Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I don't like boxes anymore. I know, the freedom, guys. You know, I'm just over them. Yeah. You know, I don't have any particular okay. animus toward them. All right. right. You know what? I, I really feel like there was a time when I was the lone voice standing up no, against boxes. That's no. not true. I've always been a bag man. No, I no. Always, I, don't I like think bags like true. the reusable ones now. I take it to the supermarket. I Super do. eco-friendly. I think Absolutely. it's only yeah. after the totalitarian regime of boxes is out of the way oh that you guys gosh. feel sure so you're so voicing your opposition uh, over dramatic i'm like a member of the french resistance and you no, guys are like you know what joel your new friends. nickname is my high school girlfriend because you're over dramatic <laughs> johnny manzel update watch update johnny manzel update watch update brought to you by manzel's put your man boobs in a manzel today johnny manzel making moves both figurative and literal Ooh. Both. Subheadline. Just a reminder, Josh McCown signed a two-year, $10 million deal, you guys. Yeah. You know. That's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> that anyone would pay Josh McCown that kind of money. Johnny, the Manzel football, has completed a 10-week <laughs> stint in rehab, and if we're to believe the reports, Mr. Football is leaving rehab a changed man. One that is now hooked on coffee, group meetings, and sharing his feelings. Boom. Uh, uh, Jordan, in his case, I believe they're not called group meetings. They're called huddles. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call him my college girlfriend because he likes to talk about his feelings all the time. <laughs> I can't wait until we get post-college. We have right? high school. Yeah. I'm got high really school. excited for this Rule of Threes finale. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> his teammates are already lauding his efforts. Left tackle Joe Thomas, who last year told just about everyone through the media that Menzel had lost a lot of trust, is now saying he's night and day... From that person. Huh. So contrary to the Snickers ad, it wasn't that Johnny Manziel wasn't himself when he was hungry. It was that he wasn't himself when he was thirsty, which was all the time. (laughs) Right, right. True. Uh, Veteran linebacker Carlos Dansby said, he's focused. He's in here working, grinding every day. Yeah, he's grown up before our eyes. All of this is to say Johnny Manziel has an amazing PR team that is just firing on all cylinders right now. Ten weeks? I really feel like a either Johnny Menzel is not at all an alcoholic and and just needed to like do something to to show the fans of Cleveland, or this is total bullshit and he's like four weeks from his first relapse. Well, you know, here's the here's the thing. He's got he's got an amazing PR team because all his players are saying the right things. They're all saying the right uh, things. Yeah. Right, that's true. And he's got a lot of people who have a vested interest in him financially. Those people have great PR teams. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's true. Um, uh, strong safety Dante Whitner uh, told Cleveland Sports Talk Radio, he made a move. He doesn't live where he used to live anymore. He's not doing what he used to do, which is just the beginning. Oh, so he... Uh... This is the literal act of moving the headline disgust. Oh, right. yeah, it is. true. Uh, well, Johnny Manziel is leaving the, quote, bustling downtown Cleveland apartment building, <laughs> The Nine. <laughs> this is where his entourage had a drunk altercation last year, which we covered in this segment. I remember. Yeah. That was viewed as TMZ fodder. 
mm-hmm. which in hindsight, it should have been viewed as TMZ fodder, fodder and a cry for help. Does right, TMZ have cameras in Cleveland? They've got cameras everywhere, Joel. <laughs> they, that's where they get us at. We have the series of microphones everywhere. Yeah, right. exactly. They've they got the a cameras, of cameras with humans behind them with all with the same voice. They all go, hey, 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 you, hey, uh, yeah. what's your favorite uh, kind of drug? Oh, gotcha. If only we had so many shitty snide people to throw questions at athletes, we'd be a much more interesting show. Moving from the glitz and glam of Lake Erie is being viewed as a sign he's taking football seriously. And that he's uh, moving away from the distractions and temptations of downtown Cleveland. That's like, what, a bar? Well, see, (laughs) see, the fact that this was a distraction to Manziel was a serious red flag. (laughs) Right, yeah. All the medical science we have in addiction says if a Rust Belt City's downtown area is too tempting an environment for you, you're a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. because I guarantee in the Big country time. there's also alcohol. <laughs> I know three or four alcoholics who were cured by moving to Cleveland. <laughs> there just wasn't any point anymore. But he's so now so now he's leaving downtown Cleveland, which is also known as the birthplace of rock and roll, sure. the mm-hmm. chubby she devil's playground, okay. Ohio's den of sin, All right. the Sodom and Gomorrah of the Great Lakes. <laughs> no, that's not true. The pornographic <laughs> Polish pleasure palace. No, come on, Jordan. The Caligula, no, hey, the Jordan. Caligula orgy of the Cuyahoga, yeah, the oh. meat market of no, the Midwest. It's time to stop. Toledo's <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> come on, where your dad really went when he left to get cigarettes. That's where oh. he is. Oh, now that now I want to go find my father. <laughs> That's where he is. So now he's moved to a golf community in a in a west suburb of the city. Ooh, you know what I do when I play golf? What do you I do? drink a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> golf typically a sport is known as much for its uh, physical activity as its attraction to teetotalers. Right? Yeah. Uh teetotalers? People see uh see I workshopped this and they they assured me the people would get teetotal. There's one who abstains from drinking. Yeah, I know oh, teetotalers. Right. Okay. Not me. I've never abstained from drinking oh, before. Oh, come on. Yeah. You never heard that term? Uh, no. Yeah, I just... It's to be flung derisively at people who can't drink. Oh, I thought that was Mr. Teetotaler. <laughs> <laughs> Where he goes, I've been a fool who drinks too much alcohol. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, Coach Mike Pettin says that Josh McCown is still the presumed starter. Okay. Uh, so there's no need for McCown to have the uncomfortable situation of hoping for someone to relapse. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you would benefit from someone relapsing. Sure. Yeah. Understood. Four words you don't hear that often. Josh McCown, presumed starter. Yeah, presumed starter. Out of camp. And not Josh McCown, all we have left. <laughs> <laughs> this was the best option. Yeah. After after that terrible bus accident killed our best six quarterbacks, we're lucky to have Josh McCown available. So he's living in a golf community. Yeah. Well, good for him. He can wear uh, oh. knickers and, and putt. Boy, good I got to tell him. you. He can putt around even. We yeah. should probably officially retire this segment because I could not be more sure that 10 weeks of rehab and moving to a golf community is the last that we're going to hear. <laughs> yeah, let's Johnny call Manziel it retired. Let's say it's retired. Field. Well, I mean, I just think he's going to be in much better shape now that he's left his swinging bachelor pad in downtown Cleveland which is colloquially referred to as the capital of the Lust Belt, the Hedonism <laughs> oh, Hall of Fame, on. LeBron James's personal fuck toy. Really? The worst part of the movie no. Major League, come the on, Paris no. of Ohio State grads, Our, Jordan. the city of vice and ice. Jordan, that's enough, man. That's enough. We get the point, bro. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. 
the really tragic thing about Manziel uh, having to go to rehab is the hit that Manziel's took. You know, yeah. the, the squeaky clean image that was typically used to sell a man's brassiere like that, uh, you know, with it eroding. In fairness, 90% of people who wear Manzels are also alcoholics. Yeah. We're, we're the only oh, way that might have actually been good branding. Yeah, good it, branding. In, inadvertent yeah. They don't want to be reminded of that. Yeah, we, we, I mean, the, the last check they wrote us didn't clear. We're being pretty nice by continuing to do the... Your brand should tell a story. A story of paunchy alcoholics. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what do we got on the show today? We uh, have Orb. Yes, we're Orb, very happy to horse? have back the 2013 Kentucky Derby champion Orb. Uh, this is our this is our catch up episode. I'm amazed he hasn't been turned to glue yet. That's no, a really insensitive no, thing when, to say. When, Phil. I will say it to his face. You will not. You what? will be getting us burritos oh, when we're interviewing man, him yeah. right down the street. Win, play, show, Phil. You get sent to stud. Okay. Everybody else is glue, but okay. but the, the top finishers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this is our catch-up episode. We're going to catch up. There's actually a lot of big sports news last weekend that we did not get to because of uh, the big fight. But we're gonna we're gonna catch up in some of the big happenings, and so we're gonna have Orb come in and give us some analysis of the 2015 Kentucky Derby winner, American Pharaoh. What should, what would you know about that horse? That's good. And this is this is inside horse analysis, so this should be good stuff, guys. Right. And yeah. we have a new segment, the Sports Parade. The, yeah, sports, the sports Parade. Parade. That sounds like a we're gonna get candy. It's gonna at be us. like a whip around. Yeah, of all, all the sport, the all the world sports action. Nice, love it. And and we, <laughs> we got. Uh, do we have a wide world of weird sports, Phil? You're goddamn right, we do. <laughs> Good. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah news. 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 News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. The WNBA's double standard on domestic violence shouldn't be funny, semicolon, kind of is. Uh-oh, this is going to get really edgy. Yeah. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Jordan's on the prowl. Imagine if these papers were lost in the street and someone yeah. just picked them up. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> they would be really disturbed. Yeah. So if you followed the NFL the past couple of years, or humankind for the last 100,000, you may have noticed that domestic violence is kind of a problem. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And on April 22nd, one of the nation's most celebrated basketball players and non-household name, Brittany Grinner, was arrested after an, an altercation with her fiancé, Glory Johnson. Neither of them were grinning when they got caught. No. No. Glory Johnson also plays in the WNBA, and I can assure you had a really unfortunate nickname in middle school. Yeah. yeah. Glory. Uh, Johnson. American flag. Yeah, uh, you're God, going I to can't bring. Put together, I, I'm usually so good with insults. You, you are. You're, I'm I'd the like Roastmaster you, General. I'd like attack. you to yeah. bring glory to my Johnson. Uh, gory, huh? gory. You're gory. <laughs> gory Jimson. No, that's not one. <laughs> no. You know. Hey, tell you what. If you, Mine was better than that. <laughs> you, you work on that. I'm gonna work on it. I'll be completely <laughs> silent for the next ten minutes while I work on it. Yeah. Unless this was your uh, first after college uh, girlfriend, Glory Hold Johnson. Don't even kid about that. <laughs> Don't you even. That care. wasn't I'm that sorry. wasn't a girlfriend, Jordan. He didn't know it at the time, but uh, oh, we didn't know who it was. Yeah, if it was a glory hole, no, that's the anonymity is what makes it sexy. That's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point. Both suffered minor injuries, including bite marks and a bloody lip, according ah. to the police report, which classified it as a domestic violence offense. Meow level three. <laughs> Yikes. On account of the bite marks. Right. Yeah. Oh, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. No. Grin acknowledges the seriousness of uh, Grinner acknowledges the seriousness of the situation, vowing it will not happen again, 
Though that doesn't tell the whole story because she said it like, it will not happen again. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It sounded a little sardonic. It brings up yeah. an interesting point. If they're fighting with it, like, so normally in a domestic violence instance, it's how the, does it work? The, the, the man <laughs> is at fault. Right. Maybe he's not really at fault. In the event that there was any violence from his direction towards the woman, we legally sort of yeah, tend to yeah. just side with the woman. Don't which is women. fine. Even if, they, even if an occasional situation that's not entirely fair doesn't Don't, matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Feel like you didn't need that, but okay, okay continue. Fine. Joel, no. I thought that you got hit by a car. I thought that you were on your bike and you got hit by a car. Do you have something else you want to tell us? No. Well, yeah. No, that that was what? it, but it was a woman driving hit it. You? My, my girlfriend was driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but afterwards, I, I slapped her with an open hand. Joel, and stop some, it. Some people, but again, legally speaking, they're going to side with her. Joel, and that's a good thing. Did you know that a recent court said that podcasts are admissible as evidence? <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah. Uh, but in, in, in the case of two women. You can't women, trust the Oregon Court of Appeals. You they're always going to do legislating from the bench like every that. Every time. In the case of two women, though, do you just go with whoever's larger? But they're both, with the better fighter? They're both WNBA players. Right, but they're but, both huge. But, but Griner's, a, Griner's like a center. Like, I would assume that she's the well, bigger Am I pronouncing this correctly? Is it Griner, not Griner? I think it's Griner. Okay. Yeah. I think that Griner is no an idea. app where you I'm find saying, anonymous gay sex with men. Yeah. Perfectly <clears throat> fine with the yeah. system in a, in a heterosexual couple. But in this case, and I guess with, with gay men, too, you're going to have to find a different system. Joel, everybody's equal. God. <laughs> So she pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and began 26 weeks of domestic violence counseling, which basically the counselor just asked her a bunch of creepy questions. Right. Uh, so you got a girlfriend, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. How hard did you guys leave many marks or no? Yeah. That should not be the court-appointed counselor. No, no really, really should not. It's a real bummer. That... Two weeks later, and her overseers have, have yet to meter out a punishment, hmm. nor have they censured her behavior. Although WNBA officials have said an investigation is ongoing, which has mostly been efforts to obtain a video of the incident so that officials can see the altercation themselves and add it to their spank bank. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> something, something tells me this would not be like a... This isn't like a pillow fight. I'm guessing they were... And I'm also looking deeply into your psyche right now, Jordan, <laughs> considering that's like five Wait. straight sexual yeah, jokes like our, about our guys, female like, violence. Are guys really turned on by two women like actually fighting with no. each other? Like fake I think we'll, fighting? I think we'll find out. Sexy. Yeah, yeah but... I think we should just play this out. Just, yeah. just, just see where this just goes. Play it out. So she's also a member of Team USA. Right. So she was pulled out of the Team USA basketball camp this week. Okay. And this is what the coach, Carol Collin, had to say. As you can imagine, the last couple of weeks have been difficult for her. And she has a lot going on through her mind. We understand, and she has our support. Yeah. Now imagine if she had said the exact same thing about an athlete that could dunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quick question. So, so is, her, is her girlfriend, wife? Uh, I don't remember. Fiance. Fiance. Is, is she also on Team USA? I don't think she is. Mm, I wonder what that fight was about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Must be difficult to be... In a relationship with someone who's better at basketball than you are. Yeah, she's like my post-college girlfriend, player. jealous of my career. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, so if, if that was the case, if it was a man, been a man, I think, there would have been a great yeah. deal of finger-wagging in the media. And a Indeed. lot of information this, uh, for this story comes from a Yahoo article that was basically making this argument, though the media can hardly be blamed for overlooking the NBA. Sure. WNBA. Yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, if the uh, the whole like if it was a man argument sounds a lot like this devolving into like right wing talk radio radio of just you know another example 
of women on women violence. Yeah, right. right? Just exactly. another another example. Why aren't more people talking about this? Why aren't more? <laughs> you know what? It just seems like they only focus on instances of of men beating women. What about when women beat women? You know? Yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm Am I the only one about the this? direction this conversation <laughs> is going? It's the sports parade. Brought to you by Parade Magazine. See it in your Sunday paper if you're still killing trees. I thought that intro went very well. <laughs> I'm excited about that intro. Is your fade out there? NFL draft happened last week, so let's check in with Gil Kipson Jr. for about his locks of the draft. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, hey. Gil, what's uh, happening? Listen, so so here's the thing. This week, I, I noticed that Todd McShay, McShay, ESPN. We 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 keep track of the other fan of uh, draft analysts, you know, sure. because there aren't that many of us. Already came out with the two, uh, 2016 mock draft. Well, doesn't that seem about right? I mean, we are a year away from it. Yeah, a year of college football. Yeah, but he totally scooped me is the issue. So here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and get this right out of there and get way out in front of the pack. Get ready for your 2035 lock of the draft. Whoa, whoa. That's way too that's far way, ahead. That's way. What do you Tyler mean? Brubaker out Ooh. of Sunny Day Elementary Prep. No, come what? on. What are you talking Absolutely. Now, Tyler, here's the thing about him. He projects to be a really great pocket passer. Or, or a lockdown corner. Or, or a soccer player. It's honestly really hard to say at this point because he's two years old. But here's the thing. I can say that his arm strength appears to be pretty phenomenal. Wait, he's two years old and he goes to elementary school? <laughs> well, there's a, there's I guess a, I would root for this kid, too. It's a preschool. It's a tag. It really okay. seems like a prodigy. Yeah. I do have to say, I've been watching some tape, and, uh, and, and he did throw a block at my face while I was administering the Wonderlick test. Okay? And he threw that block. Pretty hard. Granted, Tyler did not score very well on the Wonder League test. I can two imagine. Possibly yeah. because he's two years possibly old. He's did put old. up a better score than Johnny Manziel, but did not throw the block at me as hard as Johnny Manziel did when I was administering him with the Wonder League test. Okay. So what would you call this? Your 2013? 2035! Lock of the draft! All right, we should probably move on. <laughs> To Guy Gagné, the yeah. Stanley Cup playoffs are in full force. Guy Gagné, what do you got for us? Sacre bleu is a Guy Gagné. Absolutely. Guy. It is time for another episode of Guy Gagné's Icy Burns. Icy Burns? Icy Burns. I say I say delightfully naughty things about all of the hockey teams. Okay. All right. Okay, ready for some thing. Guy Gagné hockey Icy Burns. Icy hot. Okay. Okay. A closer examination of advanced data reveals that playoff success is not well correlated with the 1990 sales of starter jackets with your team logo. Sorry, San Jose Sharks. Oh! oh come on. That was that terrible. Was, hey, Gagne. Terrible burn. burn. I see burn. <laughs> Horrible. The Chicago Blackhawks beat the Nashville Predators in six games in the first round. Unfortunately for sh- uh, Chicago, the profile of hockey is not high enough for their racist mascot to get any media play. <laughs> Icy Bird! Uh, what? <laughs> okay. You dissed your own sport there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's tough. Hey, the, the Icy Bird knows no boundaries. I can see that, yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you what has hit Louis hockey fans blue. 
their hockey team, which was eliminated in the first round. Oh, gee. Oh, okay. Icy Bird. <laughs> that was. Ottawa was eliminated in the first round by Montreal, which is a bummer for them, because their hockey team is the only reason anyone is aware that Ottawa exists. Ouch. Ouch. That is That's an icy, icy, icy bird. The Pittsburgh Penguins were eliminated in the first round. Again. This is good news for Sidney Crosbury, though, because now he's going to be able to make it to prom. Uh, oh. He must be young, huh? Cool icy and hot. Yeah. Icy cool burn. and hot. Icy burn. The Winnipeg Jacks were swept in the first round by the Anaheim Ducks. That is mostly a burn for hockey. Anaheim over Winnipeg, that's just sad. Okay. So, uh, ice, oh, icy burn. Hey, Minnesota, the only thing wild about your second round series is how bad Chicago is kicking your ass. Icy burn. Okay. <laughs> cool, then hot. Yep, yeah, cool, cool hot. then hot. <laughs> yep. And the Washington Capitals are up on the New York Rangers 3-1. The Capitals are the team that also eliminated the New York Islanders in the first round. Washington hasn't been this hard on New York since Congress dragged its feet on Hurricane Sandy Relief. <laughs> No? Boo. Boo. Come Boo. on. Sorry, sorry. I was trying to think uh, something involving uh, New York having two things going down hard that I just... Uh, whoa, couldn't. okay, whoa. stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I haven't noticed you did not know, you did not make an icy burn about the Montreal Canadiens. You counted on a lot of teams, but not the Canadiens. Suck my blue out there. You mentioned that. The Canadiens will oh, come back. Right. Okay. Tampa Bay is no, stupid. Get, get, no, get, get out, out of here. Get, get out, out, out of here. here. And lastly, on the sports parade... 1990s Adam Sandler on the NBA playoffs. Adam, Stop looking at me, Sports, Sports, Sports podcast. Uh, thanks for coming back, I Adam. I'm back. <laughs> and, yeah. 1990s Adam Sandler. What do you think about the Bulls-Cavs series in the Eastern Conference? There are the Bulls and there are the Cavs. I like to go to the stadium and eat Cracker Jacks. Mm. The Cavs are without Kevin Love. How do you think this affects yeah. them, specifically going up against the Bulls? Love. Love is an emotion. Emotion. Degradation. Okay. Canadian. Uh, why don't we why don't we go ahead and move over to the uh the Clippers who Do are the Clippers. Oh the Clippers. Clippers are playing the I clip your game. hair. <laughs> Goodbye, hair. I clip you. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay, how about their opponent, the Houston Rockets? Houston Rockets? I've got blueberries in my pockets. Okay, thank you very that much. It rhymes. <laughs> I'm going to write a song about it. Thank you very Houston much. Houston Rockets, blueberries in my pocket. You know, arguably we did not make a good choice on making him the NBA correspondent. I can basketball. Orlando Magic. Okay, that has been the Sports Parade. <laughs> John Philip Sousa in the house, motherfucker! Joining us now on the podcast, the one, the only, the 2013 Kentucky Derby champion, Orb the hey, Horse! Hey, Orb the Horse here. Hey, Orb the Started from the bottom, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. How are yeah. you doing, buddy? It's been a couple of years since victory, but I'm still doing good. Yeah. I've still been out the stud. Yeah. Get banging some beautiful mares. You look, uh, yeah. you're definitely, oh. you know, your mane is thick and luxurious. Thank you. And... Yes. Uh, I've now decided that besides just female human women, I'm also 
I'm, I'm starting to go into my own species. It's good. Yeah. I get less weird looks on the street from female horses. You probably get more money for your own species. Oh, yeah. You better believe. <laughs> the babies are cuter. Yeah. I don't take care of them. We just give them to a farmer. Yeah. It's better that way. You get all the fun without all the work. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, not bad. So, yeah, prop, props to you, Phil. That, what? <laughs> orb the horse. Props to Why you. Why did you orb call the- me... <laughs> Phil, you, you must be thanking Phil. Phil just left to get yeah. burritos. Yeah, no, Phil, uh, you know, Phil. I, figured I out Look, we're both horse-faced, but I'm an actual horse. <laughs> you are an actual yes. horse. Yes. Phil is gone now. It's no worry, Orb. Nah, it is. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm a little offended. Yeah. I'm way better looking than him. No, that, that, that's fine. But we do. We have you here for an important reason. Yeah. You're here to give us your breakdown and what you think of this year, the 2015 Kentucky Derby champion, American Pharaoh. Oh, American Pharaoh. What a lucky son of a B, huh? Yeah. Yep. You know what American Pharaoh gets to do now? Son of an M. Yeah. Son of a mayor. Son of a mayor. It's true. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> uh, now he gets to go out to stud. Man, to be... Fresh off the win again, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, like I got to bang uh, Gisela Bunchen. I got to <laughs> I bang uh, Miley talking. Cyrus before <laughs> yeah. she got all weird. I believe that I don't know that she was eighteen then. You might not want to. No, say that on she was. Hey, in the horse years though, she was forty-seven. I don't think there's anything against the law. That's how for it works? To bang. Uh, okay, oh, yeah, it's an Airbud thing. Right? Oh man, but I got to see American Pharaohs line up of horses that he gets the bang and whoa! Yeah, it was a pretty yeah, good field this bad. year in the Kentucky Derby. Pretty good field. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh, the Joyous Righteousness of Man? No. That's a female horse. <laughs> She's named the Joyous Righteousness oh, of Man. Oh. Yeah, I don't seem to remember her running in the Derby. No, she was. Uh, she's uh, on the farm team. She's running pretty good though. Yeah. So they thought they could put them together, and make a mega horse out of that. Oh, you're talking oh, about man. This, is, yeah. this is a horse that your that American Pharaoh's gonna have sex. You with. should see the back of her legs, huh? Those tranches. <laughs> uh, looks like it could really take some abuse. Don't ha- even have to strap hunches. her in, huh? Yeah. Huh? Uh, oh, oh, okay, but. The American Pharaoh won from the outside the whole race. Uh, it was really impressive. Yeah. And it's real bu- fast. You got those humping legs all in order, huh? <laughs> you have to when you run that fast. You got to work out your aggression. The other night I saw him at this club, Club Juvie. Okay. Yeah. At Club Juvie. It's a place where horses hang out. You guys wouldn't have heard about <laughs> yeah, it. I've never I, heard I, of I, it. Man. He was with this horse who's named Lightning Bug. Okay. Yeah. Fast as lightning. A vagina's tight as a bug's vagina. <laughs> Not too bad, huh? Yeah, he's doing. He's gonna. He's gonna have a lot of fun with that one. How or, do you think the fact that he's a he's a California horse, he's a Bob Baffert a trained horse? How do you think that affected? Oh his, yeah, his, he's a lot of a lot of the lady horses like those those beachy types, huh? <laughs> he gets to go. That's why uh, last night. Uh, after, after I saw uh, I saw him with uh, this other horse. Down by the beach, sitting by a bonfire. The horse's name was Windex. Why was her name Windex? I don't know. Horses have weird <laughs> names. It's kind of a tradition. But yeah. Windex, man, can make your blue balls all clean, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I, American uh, Pharaoh doesn't have blue balls. Definitely cleaned out what was in them. Or when we said we were going to have... Yeah. Cleaned it out. Made it all clean. We said that we were going to have you on here to to do some analysis of American Pharaoh. American Pharaoh, what, what a you, stud, huh? Yeah, I, I, I was God, to be able to pull down that kind of tail again. I was huh? really thinking it was going to be a American Pharaoh as like a racing horse. Uh, is all of your analysis 
analysis entirely based on his new career as a stud? No, I've got other news. Oh, what's that? Uh, actually, he just signed a, a deal with American Apparel. Because American Apparel kind of sounds like American Apparel. Yeah, exactly. there's, a, there's American a new Apparel. ad. American Apparel, that's the name of the clothing line. Yeah. And in the billboard, he's railing a bunch of girls that look like they're 13 who are wearing uh, slacks pulled up with their breasts. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, really it's nothing pretty out of the good. It made American me want to go shop at, and it did what American Apparel ads do. Creep me out a little bit, but also made me a little horny. Okay. Oh, American Pharaoh's having the time of his life right now to be two years younger again, huh? Mm. Uh, oh man. Do you have any? Do you have any coming on the rest of the Triple Crown for American Pharaoh? The Preakness and the Belmont both coming out. Oh yeah, I've got one. Yeah. Just skip them. You've done it already. <laughs> huh? What's the point? The other, you know what? I have a feeling that this. I I see huge things in American Pharaoh's future. I see a world tour. He could bang the Japanese horse. The Dignity of the Sparrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you ever been with a Japanese horse before, Jordan? I have no. not. I have not. Bullshit, first of all. <laughs> I don't buy that for a second, but no, second I... of all, it's a religious experience. That Eastern medicine does really something for him, huh? Then after that, he's going to tour to to London, huh? where he's going to have sex with the princess's baby. <laughs> it's the name of a horse. It's the name oh, of a horse. No, oh, not actually. Oh, oh. No, not the actual baby. That would kill the baby. Right. Well, the royal the princess's baby is actually eleven years old. Okay. But despite her advanced age, uh, she knows a thing or two about uh, really getting deep done by a horse. You know, deep done. Hitting all the walls. Hitting all the walls, including yeah. the back one. Knock knock. Who's there? You know. <laughs> Right, odd name for a horse. Then after that, gets to travel through Mexico. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna get to hook up with Montezuma's revenge. I do not recommend with hooking up with Montezuma's revenge. Oh, no, very specific reason why Montezuma's revenge got that name. Why is that? Uh, because very, very into Aztecs. <laughs> Here, blathering on about it all the time. <laughs> Don't want to hear about it. No. Let's get down to business. Let's talk. Yeah, Please. let's talk. More rock. Where else yeah. Where else in this world tour? Where else? There's only one more stop after that. Okay. What's that? The Lost City of Zinge from the movie Congo. Oh. Yeah, he gets to bang a horse called Amy Like Drink, Green Drop Drink. It's a quote from the movie. Yeah. You should revisit that movie. It's pretty good. It's a it's a classic. To it's a be classic. Sure. Michael Crichton was a god. That's maybe like the. I mean, probably it's like a top ten Crichton adaptation. No, film. I'm also saying Michael Crichton is a god. Is another horse he gets to rail. <laughs> oh, right. No, I don't care for his writing. <laughs> like the movies, mostly for the special effects. Fair. That gorilla looked real. Yeah, <laughs> I actually railed the mocap girl that did that gorilla. All right, I think I, think, I can tell I, you're yeah. impressed. I, I feel like I feel like we've we've you know we really didn't get much Derby analysis. Oh whatsoever. yeah, uh, Derby analysis. No. So the horses they ran real fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a huge erection. You're being the a smart end. ass. You're being you're fucking with us. Yeah. No, I'm not. I did. I got a huge erection. Want to see it? Hold on. Let me just think okay. of the Derby. That's necessary. Oh my there it God. is. All right, Joel. Jealous Joel. Let's, let's compare. All right. Wait, no. Oh my God, is that yours? <laughs> 
Never mind, I'm getting out of here. Thank you very Whoa, much, Whoa, you see the size of this guy's hog? <laughs> Good for him. You should run in the next Kentucky Derby. Okay, that's quite enough. Yeah, I'm going to name the next horse that I do Joel's dick. <laughs> don't do it's that. It's as big as a horse. <laughs> Please don't do that. Thank you very much, George. All the walls. <laughs> For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, Naumachia. Hmm? Naumachia. Hmm? Say Phil. Naumachia. What's Naumachia? Nauma- the Naumachia that's present uh, is the ancient Rome world. Uh, wait. <laughs> nope, that's not true. The, the Naumachia. ancient Rome world? Nope. <laughs> In the ancient Rome world. The Naumachia. In the ancient Rome world, referred to both the staging of naval battles as mass entertainment and the basin, or more broadly, the complex in which it took place. Oh, yeah, they used to, like, flood the arena where they uh, they flooded the Colosseum a few times. Joel! Have... What? Wikipedia will tell us. <laughs> they flooded the Colosseum a couple of times. <laughs> the first known now Machia was given by Julius Caesar in Rome in 46 BC on occasion of his quadruple triumph. Hey, show off. After having a basin dug near Tiber, capable of holding actual beerness, triernes, and quickernines. I assume those are all boats. Tri- oh. Triremes and biremes. Sure. Uh, he First made. Sail masts. Oh, God damn it, Joe. <laughs> Uh, He made 2,000 combatants and 4,000 rowers, all prisoners of war, fight. Period. So this is like the Universal Studios Waterworld Stunt Spectacular. Exactly. And with thousands of people who are all like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. You'll fight and you'll like it. Get out there. They're probably thinking to themselves, like, why did we surrender? Right. If we were going to die fighting, we could have just done it in our homeland. Because they get to do it for fun. Like, it would be kind of fun to battle in a little arena with full of water, right? It would be kind of fun. I I think it's kind of fun. I don't think it's ever fun to be a rower. (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. Uh, In 2 BC, uh, right before the birth of Christ. Ooh, countdown to Christ. Exactly. Christ was born in 4 BC. Oh, Joel. (laughs) Uh, On the occasion... No, that's not possible. BC means before Christ. Right, it does, but uh, the the people who came up with it were wrong. Really messed that one up, calendars. They were off by Gregorians. Uh, In 2 BC, on the occasion of the inauguration of the Temple of Mars Altor, also known as Mars the Avenger... Augustus gave a naumachia based on Caesar's model. As cited in Resgarita, he created a basin on the right bank of the Tiber where 3,000 men, not counting rowers, fought in 30 vessels with rams and a number of smaller boats. 
All right. Well, enough of the history. Can we start talking now Machia strategy? Okay. okay. Because I'm really more I'm I'm in favor of the ram and board system as opposed to the the broadside and board system, but you know, uh, uh, Joel, I've now looked through everywhere on this Wikipedia article. Nowhere do they talk about strategy. What? We can make it up? Yeah. What it, What if I find myself in an Almachia? This is how I like, do it. I need to now winia this thing. So this is how I would fight an Almachia. I would start with A1 and then I'd go to B2 all the way diagonally across the board. Ah. <laughs> and then I could really start to suss out the people because most people cram in the middle or the corners. So yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Pretty smart. Yep. Through the choreography of combat, the Naumachia had the ability to represent historical or pseudo-historical themes. Each of the fleets participating represented a maritime power of ancient Greece or the Hellenistic East. So you got a team. You got a team. And you're like, you're the theme, you're the theme team of uh, Hellenistic Greece. Right. Now go kill. You're on the theme team. Team Trireme. Yep, the theme team of Trireme. Uh, so, uh, Persians and Athenians uh, for that of Augustus. Egyptians and Tyrians for Caesar's Naumachia. Sicilians and Rhodeans for that of Claudius. They all represented their people. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, it required significantly greater resources than other such entertainments. Uh, Captain Obvious. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, and as such, these spectacles were reserved for exceptional occasions, closely tied to celebrations of the emperor, his victories, and his monuments. This is pretty, this, this is like, like every once in a while, like if we won a war, they'd be like, we're holding a 45 and a side football game. Yeah, where you everybody know? dies. <laughs> <laughs> like a Super Bowl that happens like only once every 10 years or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the specific nature of the spectacle, as well as the historical themes borrowed from the Greek world, are closely tied to the term naumachia. This word, a phonetic transcription of the Greek word for the naval battle, has since come to refer to, uh, the large artificial basins created for them. Oh, okay. So now if you're on a tour group and they say what a naumach, they're like, hey, look at this naumachia, you can be like, there's the ghost of 6,000 sailors there! <laughs> oh, oh, goes. Is that is that you on the tour group? That's uh, yeah, that'll be not, me on the tour. That's not the tour guide saying. I that. feel like you'd I just mean, be interrupting the tour. It seems like they probably get to the the facts about the Naumachia in a little bit, Phil. Could be when someone's reading you an informative uh, presentation, you don't want to interrupt them with your own facts. Right. That'd be super rude and a total asshole thing to do. Guys, I'm I'm sorry. What do you I don't th- mean to What do you think haunted waves sound like? Whoosh <laughs> <laughs> And that brings to the end to another wide world of Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Orb the Horse will give you our contact information. Hey, I'm back. All right. So I'm going to give you three pieces of contact information. First of all, this podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's TSU.co. If you go to TSU.co slash sports number three podcast, it's the only, uh, the only place that pays you the post like Facebook and Twitter. So Sue.co. 
tsu.co slash sports number three podcast. You go there, you make money for posting, and then the sports, sports, sports podcast gets a little money too. They appreciate it, huh? Uh, then you can go to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Send the tweets. You can send the dick pics. You can send the the the, the pics of your horse please, vagina. You please send don't send dick pics, especially uh, your horse. They're yeah, sexually repressed. Sexually pics. repressed bunch here, so it'd be good for them. Send the bunch of horse butts, uh, or you can find all of the back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Check them out. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Hey Joel. What's happening? <laughs> not a not a whole lot. Uh, you know, I I just wanted to let you guys know that I really appreciate doing the podcast with you, Joel. When are you going to quit? Well, no, I just I really I really enjoy the podcast and I really enjoy doing it with you guys. And I want you to know that that uh, that I have a really great time. Right, but when when do you think you're gonna kind of you know quit? Stop stop doing this. Right, stop showing up. I mean, there's a there's a degree of camaraderie that has made me like feel uh, like leave. When are you gonna Joel, leave? leave? Feel leave. like I have you, Joel. I have stop doing the port and. People, people that I, I I consider colleagues quit like the not, podcast, Joel. Leave. We don't, we can't pay you severance. We need, just need you to quit. I and just leave. love this bit. <laughs> Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. dot